Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. We are pleased to be joined by the president of basketball operations, Ernie Grunfeld. The NBA tread deadline has come and gone. Uh, before we get into the moves that you made, I'm curious to know if the calculus of the season and moving forward changed with the news of John and the ruptured Achilles. Well, absolutely. We had to change our way of thinking then, that knowing that he's going to be out for a portion of next season. And we feel so bad for John. You know, John is so competitive, and he loves to play basketball so much. And uh, he was devastated by this. And uh, our hearts go out to him because we know how much he loves to play. I know the competitive side of him wants to be out there, but this will be the biggest challenge of all the injuries that he has dealt with in his career. What is the message for the organization? What was the message that you had with him about how he attacks this injury? You know, his, his attitude was really good about it. He said, I'm going to come back better than ever. I want to be back there helping my teammates, and I'm sorry I can't do that right now, but I'm going to put in all the work I need to do to get back to the same level that I was at. And, uh, you know, he's talked to Boogie Cousins, who had the same type of injury. He was a good friend of his. Uh, he's going to talk to some other players who have had this injury uh, that can motivate him. And he's going to do everything that's going to be required of him to get back a- as soon as possible. You can't rush this type of injury. Uh, the timeline is approximately 12 months. It could be a little bit shorter. It could be a little bit longer. But uh, he won't be back until he's fully ready. So you get that information. I think he had the procedure to clear out the infection on Monday, right? Yes. What was then the thought process by you and the organization in terms of the trade deadline today at 3 p.m.? Well, originally we expected him back at the beginning of next season, mm-hmm. and we had some nice pieces in place in the solid core nucleus. Now that he's going to miss a part of next season, and we don't know exactly how much of next season, you know, we have to reconsider what we're doing, uh, and uh, we changed our plans. And what we wanted to do is... Um, We wanted to give ourselves some financial flexibility moving forward. We wanted to add some young players uh, that we can continue to develop and look at. At the same time, we wanted to remain competitive. So Ted said last week um, that he was not going to move John, Otto, and Brad. So does that mean because of that injury that John sustained, the, the new injury, then that made the organization think, okay, we need to go into a different direction. Well, that had something to do with it, okay. absolutely. And, uh, you know, we have some young players that are playing very well right now. Uh, we got two 23-year-old players who are first-round picks, former first-round picks, who are, who are having good seasons. and. 
Um, we want to really give them a good shot and evaluate them. And this will give us the flexibility and the financial flexibility to uh, keep some of those players if we feel like they can be part of our long-term future. You've been doing this for a while. You make trades really whenever it's going to benefit the organization. But the auto part of the deal, how difficult was it to make that considering the relationship you've had with the player and what he's given the organization as you guys were building that new big three. You see, it was very tough. You know, he's homegrown. He, he's from here. He's from Georgetown, and we drafted him, and we developed him, and, you know, he put in a lot of hard work, and you can see his progress as uh, we move forward. But, uh, you know, this is a business, and you have to look long-term, and you have to give yourself the flexibility to do some things. And we feel good about the two players that we got uh, for him, and the flexibility that it gives up. And the two players, you know, you know multi-dimensional kind of players. They're versatile. Uh, they can play multiple front court positions. And uh, we want to really get a good look at them. And we're really proud of the way our other young players have developed. Thomas Bryant, Thomas Sadoransky. This might give Troy Brown an opportunity uh, to play a little bit more. And uh, you know, our veterans have really provided some leadership for them. And, of course, Bradley's only 25 years right. old. So our core, our nucleus, is still fairly young. Uh, uh, but this will give us a real chance to look at some of our young players, see how they develop, and give us the, the freedom to kind of uh, mix and match a little bit next year. Do you feel like the contract that Otto signed was kind of just the pressure of it kind of weighed on him? Well, I'm not sure you're going to have to ask him that. Uh, you know, anytime somebody gets a big contract and is very conscientious and wants to do well, that might have a, an effect on him. But, you know, Otto's a true professional. He did some great things here with us. He's a wonderful person, and I want to thank him. Uh, from the bottom of my heart for being the kind of person he is and putting in the type of of uh, work that he put in. You know, when you talk about low maintenance, right. Otto is about as low maintenance as you can get, uh, but extremely professional. I want to talk about the players that you were able to acquire from him. Uh, Bobby Portis, I, I joked last night that I'm glad he's on our side now because I go back to last year in Chicago. He took both of the Wizards point guards out. I mean, he is a tough minded rebounder he's got some great size what do you like about portis well we like his motor he's a very good rebounder he's really improved his range he's shooting a three-point shot now he's shooting about 37 percent from three which is outstanding for a 610 611 guy uh, he brings physicality to the table and, uh, and a lot of intensity and he's still very young he's only 23 years old and the fact that he's, I think, is a restricted free agent. He is a restricted free um, agent. Could be. He's got an audition for you guys for the next couple of games to see if it works in the summer. Um, now, Jabari Parker is a young man that signed, I think, a two-year deal with Chicago. Yes. Things really didn't work out there. So this is a new opportunity for him. Just seeing his backstory. I mean, this is a guy that had a couple of ACL surgeries. What have you seen from him in Chicago? How does he fit into this organization? Well, he's a very skilled player. He was the number two pick in the draft. And you're right, he has had some injuries, but players have come back from that injury, especially at his age. He's also only 23 years old. He's a skilled basketball player who can get his own shot. He can score. You know, both of these players average 14 points a game in about 24, 25 minutes. And they also get some nice rebounds. So uh, uh, Jabari will bring a lot of creativity to us, versatility. He can play the three. He can play the four he can create some mismatch problems and uh he, he's a competitive guy who has something to prove you guys were not done then after that you made the deal with new orleans to bring wesley johnson here 
But again, you lose a player that has been a part of this core that, that helped in some playoff runs in Marquise. Now, Marquise's situation is a little bit different because he's still dealing with that injury. Correct. Was that a tough part of making that deal with New Orleans? It was, you know, because Marquise has meant a lot to this team. He's contributed well. He's a, he's a terrific guy. He's a good teammate to be around. Uh, you know, this trade gives us an athletic young player who's also a past first-round pick. And it also got us under the luxury tax, which is very important. We played luxury tax last year. If we were to play it again this year, you know, we're, we're in line for the repeat attacks, uh, which really takes away some of your flexibility. So by doing this, not knowing what uh, Keith's status is completely, it also helps us moving forward. I haven't seen anything. Bradley's still here, though, correct? Bradley's still part yes, of Yes, and so are you. And I'm still part you're of still it. You're still, part of the, you're still part of the broadcast. I, I always <laughs> wondered that. Was I ever going to be traded for a bag of Skittles? That was always my concern. Moving forward Maybe now. for a pair of Nikes, but, you know. Well, if it's a good <laughs> pair of Nikes, I wouldn't mind it. Bradley Beal um, is a two-time All-Star now. Bradley Beal has really taken his game to that next level, Ernie, with John being out. What is the confidence of the organization moving forward that this young man, despite John's injury, can still elevate the program? Well, he's doing that. You know, he's leading He's coming every night, bringing his game. Uh, if you look at his numbers, uh, since John injury, he's really elevated. He's averaging about 27 and a half, over five rebounds, close to six assists. And he's, he's bringing intensity every game, and he's also bringing leadership. You know, I think people forget Brad is only 25 years old because he's been here a long time, and he's produced. And he's produced in the playoffs. He's produced regular season. He's a tireless worker, uh, puts a lot of time in, and uh, it's shown by his performance. Jeff Green, Trevor Ariza, some of the veterans that you've brought in this year. By making these moves, does that help moving forward, maybe potentially bringing them back next year? It does. It does, absolutely. It opens up some financial flexibilities. I said, uh, you know, we want to remain competitive. Both of those guys have done a great job of, of leading a young group and producing when they get out there. And they're very professional. They bring it every night. They know what they're doing. They've been in winning situations, which is extremely important. And uh, we're pleased to have them. And um, hopefully we can have them back. You were talking about some of the young players. And one of them, I think, Ernie, has taken a major, major step is Thomas Sadoransky. This is now the second year in a row where his number has been called upon uh, to be the point guard and helped help you guys qualify for the playoffs a year ago. Where has he taken the biggest step, do you think, now in this second year? Well, I think confidence factor and the experience factor. You know, Thomas is a good player. He's a good athlete, very competitive, uh, knows how to play the game. He's improved his outside shooting. Uh, he's improved on the defensive end. He's rebounding the basketball. He's a multidimensional player, and the way the game is played now with all the switching, that most teams do, you know, he can guard multiple positions. I want to get to big picture of this year before we get into the break. The team started slow, lost seven of their first eight. You haven't been healthy. Like you're, what you had designed as a team that you wanted to see the first day, you haven't had it. Where do you think this team had to have a more improvement? Where did they have to get better? Uh, currently or? Currently. Well, I think uh, everybody knows that uh, defensively we have to get better and rebounding-wise. 
we have to get better. You know, hopefully these two players we got, you know, they both rebound the basketball better. But our defense is a collective thing. Everybody has to, to pitch in and dig in and do a better job on the defensive end. I think you made a good point, you know, this offseason. We felt we had one of the most talented teams we've had. And we just had one injury after another. We don't make excuses. You brought it yeah. up. And uh, you're right. We couldn't have predicted that we would have three of our predicted starters miss a majority of the season. Otto also missed 10, 12 games early in the season. So we never really had the full arsenal together that can create any kind of continuity. And we had to make some changes as we were moving along. What's the very latest with Dwight Howard? He's making good progress. Uh, we'll get a much better feel after the All-Star game of where he is. One of our trainers was down seeing him the other day, and uh, he's almost ready to get back out on the court and is start the, court work. Is the expectation for him to play this season, or are you putting all your chips into next year? Well, it depends on how he develops. If he's developing physically and he's able to, to play and he's cleared, then we'll have him play this year. But uh, again, you know, that's a doctor's call and it, it depends on how Dwight feels, but he's made good progress up to this point. The next step always after the trade deadline is the buyout market. Yes. Um, how do you feel like you see that? I mean, clearly we don't know who the players are going to be, but do you think the organization will be aggressive in that? Well, we'll be looking around to see who's out there and in what positions. And if there's someone out there that can help us, we'll definitely look at that. But, uh, you know, that's going to be something that happens in the next week or 10 days. And uh, we'll keep a close eye on that, of course. I always ask you this every year because of the advent of the phone and the tablet and all of the social media. This thing has now become a television show. People want to see where these players are going. Do you remember when you played? How did you find out if you ever got traded? I mean, clearly it wasn't on an iPad or an iPhone. Well, I was traded once. I was on three different teams. One time I was a free agent. I signed. I was drafted by Milwaukee. And uh, my, at, the, at the beginning of my third year, coach calls me over after practice and says, you've been traded to Kansas City. And I was devastated. Mm -hmm. Until the Kansas City coach, Cotton Fitzsimmons, calls me and says how much he wanted me. And then I felt good about it. But it was all done face-to-face -face, uh, at that time. You didn't hear about it. There were no rumors like there are today. And, you know, sometimes those things can be disruptive to a team. You know, when a player is hearing that he might be traded or he's not wanted here and there's things going on, it, it's a disruption to the team. But that's part of the business. And uh, it, the players know it and they have to be professional about it and uh, try to put it to the side. Have you ever, have you always put that kind of in the back of your mind? You were a player once in this league. So when you go about the business of making trades, you keep that as a cognizant thought of how the player's feeling, but also you have to do what's best for the organization. Absolutely. That's a big thought of mine because I've been in their shoes and I know how it feels. And um, we try to be close to the vest. I think <laughs> we have that reputation, keep everything kind of close because there are a lot of conversations. That's just part of this business. That's part of how professional sports work. But uh, the more you can protect the player and protect their feelings, I think the, the better off you are. It's helpful to them. It's, I think, also helpful to the organization.
you still have some more games to play. Listen, nobody's tapping out on this season. I'm sure you guys are all competitive people. How do you approach the rest of this year knowing that you've done the business of basketball, getting yourself under the luxury tax, but do you still think you have enough in the room to qualify for the playoffs? Well, that's going to be our goal. You know, we want to stay competitive. We want to do as, as well as we can going down the road. We want to continue to see our young players developing, and we want to see good effort every single night. And I think our play, we've shown that when we come to play, play the game the right way, we can be competitive with most teams, uh, but we haven't shown the consistency that you need. Now we have 28, 29 games left to play. We're four games out of the playoffs right now, and I think all our players want to play in the playoffs, and they want to show that they're competitive guys and uh, they're professionals. So we're going to continue to play and uh, make a run at it. I want to ask you about your, your two-way players. Jordan McCray here of late. Uh, don't be biased because he went to Tennessee, okay? But the guy is scoring the basketball with little time when you look at how much minutes he plays in terms of his production. How proud are you to see that a guy that you put on a two-way has developed when he's gotten his opportunity? Well, that's outstanding, and that's the, the beauty of having a G League team. This is the first year we've had it, and especially in this type of situation that we have here, the close proximity, so we can work with them every day and see them develop and see them work. And I'm very proud of Jordan and the work he's put in. Devin Robinson also had some good moments right now. He's got a little bit of an injury. It gives Troy Brown an opportunity to go play consistent minutes because it's hard for rookies to get uh, playing time on the big on the big club. So he's getting the minutes he normally wouldn't get. Uh, but Jordan has come in and he's just a natural scorer. He knows how to score. He knows how to use his body and uh, pump fakes and just create in space to get his shot off. So he's done a nice job for us. He's getting close to the 45-day limit. Just educate me on this. What happens if you get to the 45 days, the young man has played at a high level, you want to keep him on the club, what happens next? Well, we could turn him into a regular contract at okay. that time. And you said Devin is dealing with a little bit of an injury right now? Yes. Yes, he's been out for the last uh, couple of weeks, a groin injury. How about Thomas Bryant? This is another one of those finds that I think you guys did a tremendous job of finding somebody that was looking for an opportunity and came in, got his number called... He's so energetic. Is he the same way with you when you're around? Because it seems like when this kid is on the court, he just has a high motor, high energy, and is always positive. That's, a, that's his nature. He really is. He runs the floor well. He's, he's got an opportunity, and he's very grateful for it. We liked him in the draft, and uh, when the, the Lakers uh, waved him, we jumped on him, and he got an opportunity to play with the injury of Dwight and the, because of the hard work he's put in. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, he's last night had a great game in Milwaukee. He can shoot the basketball, and I think he's a better a perimeter shooter than he's shown. But he doesn't try to do too much. And most young players, when they come in, they try to do everything all at once. And I give him a lot of credit. I give our coaches credit because they're working with him. And he's not trying to do everything all at once. He's letting the game come to him. But he's had some really nice moments, and he's only 21 years old. So he still have a, has a big upside. Ernie, I appreciate your time as always. Thanks for the knowledge. Um, this next couple of games, I think, is going to see Scott Brooks put these new guys in here. It could be fun. Looking forward to it. So are we. So are we. And, uh, you know, we have to bring it every single night. I think our players are excited about where our opportunities are. And I think our coaches are excited. So everybody's sorry to see Otto go because yeah. uh, he was such a nice person. And obviously people feel terrible about John's situation and the other guys injuries also but you know when you when you lace them up you get out there you have to give it good effort you have to play as a team and you have to give it your all 
Nobody feels sorry for you when you get between those lines, do you? Absolutely right. Ernie, appreciate the time. Thank you. Okay, thank you.